And we're back. I don't know if you've noticed, I had try to have fun new intros every time because I like to have fun. But we are here today and the next topic on our docket, which hopefully makes sense to you if you've been listening through the whole of our podcast here, season two, is prayer. And I think we would be missing the point or failing if we didn't begin to have a conversation around all of these things without prayer are flawed and fail. Right? Prayer is the foundation upon, I believe, how God works. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about how do we go about it, what it looks like for us, how we practice this in our context. Um, how is it a foundation? So I know, Stephen, you are pumped and ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> so take it away. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I mean, obviously, um, we have to, it sounds really silly, but we have to define prayer uh, often because it, people just, when you say the word prayer, people get different pictures in their mind. Um, I look at prayer as being the, if oxygen is, as oxygen is to the body, Prayer is to the soul. Hmm. Uh, we cannot survive without it. Um, prayer is, I simply look at it this way, it is a conversation with the one who created us. Hmm. It's having that kind of relationship where, and when I say conversation, it's not just talking to, it's listening, expecting him. We've talked about this already, about um, him speaking to us. But, um, but yeah, prayer is foundational. There's a great uh, quote that I I. I use quite often, uh, Pete Gregg, founder of the 24-7 prayer movement, said, I do not believe in the power of prayer. I believe in the power of Jesus. That's why I talk to him a lot. <laughs> and so uh, prayer has, for me personally, been probably the best part of this journey that I've been on in the last seven years, planting cast member church here at Disney. Um with every church plant, of course, you know, we know that prayer is an important part, but I don't think we know how foundational it must be because we can have all kinds of strategies. We can have a beautiful, vibrant vision that we're communicating, but without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, it's for nothing. And I learned that really the hard way. Uh, we planted Cast Member Church seven years ago, and for the first three or four years, we had, eh, it was an ebb and flow, I guess would be the best way to put it. And um, But uh, I, I I like to say I stumbled onto some, some content, but I really was led into some content about prayer. And my wife and I realized we need to make prayer the priority in everything that we do. We are going to just coat this thing in prayer. And when we started prayer walking the Disney parks, we started uh, just simply uh, in every decision that we made, it was praying first. It was seeking Jesus out and asking him to lead and to guide and not just casually, but I mean, just praying all the time. And we didn't change our strategy. We didn't change anything, but all of a sudden doors started opening and it, it, and we started experiencing breakthrough. We also experienced um, resistance more than we ever experienced before. 
<laughs> I, I would I would say that that is very true. Yeah. And when you because what's happening is you are now tapping into the power of the kingdom of heaven when you're praying and the enemy recognizes this is a problem for him. And so we we experienced the full gamut of the adventure, but we started seeing these breakthroughs that you, those only God moments where it's like, there's no way we could have figured that out. There's no way that person would have come to Christ. There's no, it was, we realized Jesus was working on our behalf, but it was, it was based on a, an utter dependence upon him to do it for us or even in partnership with us, but he had to do the heavy lifting. And so prayer changed all of that. So I'm, yeah, you, you bet I'm passionate about this. Yeah. It's, I'm always, uh, so I told you about four episodes ago, this idea of like being still is something mm-hmm. being challenged mm-hmm. to. I'm an action, like I like to go and do. Mm-hmm. And I'm always reminded, there was a, one leader in my church and I'm really inspired by him mm-hmm. uh, because regardless of what's going on, he talks about stopping and praying no matter what. He's like, I think we should step out in faith, but before we do it, we need to stop and pray. Whereas I'm like, let's just step out and pray. let's just do it. <laughs> and and when he interacts with people, mm-hmm. the conversation is, have, have you prayed about it? Do we need to stop and pray? Like before he gives any response, mm-hmm. and I'm always just, huh, that attitude, right, mm-hmm. of prayer as foundation, mm-hmm. I think is so key. I, I, I um, I've taken up this part of my spiritual disciplines is I pray for my family, uh, for my church and my community every single day. I go on a run and that's part of where I hear from God. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would tell you, I've never seen cooler things happen since I started doing this in the lives of people, Mm -hmm. in the lives of my family, um, in our community. But I have also never seen more, uh, obstacles but opposition and like felt like physically felt the opposition of the enemy because he's trying everything he can to thwart the kingdom Mm -hmm. and i i always go back to that phrase of like the the kingdom is on the offense Mm -hmm. like the gates of hell they're defensive right right we're on the offense and so when he's trying to prick us and stop us Mm -hmm. from praying is because what we're doing is Mm -hmm. penetrating Mm -hmm. and he's like (laughs) holding the gates all scared like Mm -hmm. and i I think that's one of the urges where as we talk about prayers how do we begin to make this a practice where it's I have the, the gift of time, or I have, mm-hmm. how do we, how is this something that can be practically put into place? Because old school thinking says like, if we do a prayer walk, mm-hmm. we stop, we put our heads down, we hold hands <laughs> in a circle right. and mm-hmm. we lift up the name of Jesus. But it's, it's, it's walking not. around. And I mean, I remember traveling to other countries and doing this type of thing mm-hmm. and just, Hey father, mm-hmm. I see, I see this individual. Mm-hmm. Bring your light yep. into their life. Yeah, there's two th- there's two things that we've done that changed everything. It's not just for me, but but that was the what you're asking is is leg- a legitimate question. Okay, yes, I know that prayer is important. Yes, how do we how we do that? Uh, there were two things: the prayer walking. The prayer walking is really simple. We cannot 
legal, well, I shouldn't say legally, but we cannot pray for cast members by saying, hey, can I put a hand on you and pray for you? That would be the last time we'd be allowed in Disney to do that. But we can talk to a cast member for a couple minutes um, and they have a name tag. So I see their name. I see what city they're from. But um, I could just talk to a person and walk away. You and I could walk away and we just start praying. Our eyes are open. And to everybody who's passing us, they think we're just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. But we're actually just interested. We, I was doing this last night, walking through Epcot with uh, with two other people. And we were we were having the best time talking to God. We were laughing. We were interceding. and But we were walking with Jesus through the park. And we were interceding for people. And it was a, it was a privilege. Uh, so that living that prayer, putting feet on your prayers, mm-hmm. I think is, a, is part of it. Another thing that we did is this will sound really uh, um, kind of weird at first, but it really worked. We started, all of us in our church, started setting our watches or our phones uh, to the five minute before the hour mark. And we would pray for 60 seconds. Every time a little uh, notification went off, we would pray for 60 seconds. And here's what we would do. We took the Lord's Prayer, the five parts of the Lord's Prayer, and it was... um, Praise, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Uh, Presence, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, uh, Provision, give us this day our daily bread. Pardon, forgive us our sins as we forgive those. And protection, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So praise, presence, provision, pardon, and protection. Like at 7.55 in the morning, boom, my watch dings and it says praise. 8.55, it says presence. And for 60 seconds, everyone in our church is praying the same thing, just in different situations and in different contexts. You can be working. I could be having a conversation with you. I'm going to steal this, by the way. No, go ahead. Please. (laughs) But the idea is that it taught us to pray without ceasing. There was a constant reminder that we could pray, even if if I'm on the phone with Mike right here, and my watch dings. I can have one ear on Mike, but I can also have another ear for 60 seconds on the Lord. Or I could maybe be praying whatever my my notification is saying for Mike. Maybe it's provision. It pops up provision. And I'm th- I am talking to Mike right now. So I'm just going to, as I'm talking to him, I'm going to be interceding for provision for him. And so what happened is it started this idea of every waking hour. So, so the you know, Lord's Prayer is five little pieces. So for 15 hours, we would do this. It changed everything. I'm not saying it's going to, I'm not, it worked for us, but... I'm telling you, between prayer walking and setting the notification on our on our phones, it changed everything. Yeah, um, I I can say in my experiences with church growing up, um, prayer was something that happened right before the the Sunday morning preaching, and maybe <laughs> maybe for. Um, used as an interlude. Yeah, yeah, it was it was sort of <laughs> Now we transition through prayer. You get, the, you get the pastoral prayer, the pastor would say a prayer and maybe your your musical leader would say a prayer and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Um you'd have a prayer meeting that might have eight people at it. Yeah, it's that. That's sort of tops and it was kind of seen as the boring thing that was done. And you, you notice and this is what I would say, prayer is always the first thing dropped. Mm-hmm. Isn't it though? It is You're always. Right. You're right. Oh, I forgot to pray, or oh, mm-hmm. I just don't have time. To, I'm like, you don't have time. Mm-hmm. But is it, I, I <laughs> there's, a, there's a great saying: prayer is not your first option or your last resort. Yeah. 
it, but it's it's so quickly because that prayer meeting triggered that for me, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to be there. Mm-hmm. It's just and, not that popular. It was dropped. It's optional. That mm-hmm. sort of thing. For those of you yeah. who like to pray, I yeah. mean, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because only some of us are called to pray. Well, I mean, most <laughs> most people that I've talked to in in churches have said, "I don't know how to pray. Mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable praying out loud. Oh, yeah. All that type of stuff." Mm-hmm. You hear those comments. People don't know how to pray. They've never been discipled or mentored in the area of prayer. Most people have not, and so we we see that as a serious issue. Is um, how do we help everyone be discipled? In, in their prayer journey. It's hard to do that when you have hundreds of people in a one-hour service. How do you mentor hundreds of people in prayer in a one-hour service? Mm-hmm. You have to have other environments. This mm-hmm. is this is part of the beauty. When you look at um, the early church in Acts, they devoted themselves to the, the apostles' teaching, breaking bread and prayer. And, to pray. and you go, and if I look at my church, would, would I say, would, would the people in our church say, we are devoted to prayer? Mm-hmm. A great question, right? Um, that's one of the beauties of small groups or missional community or micro church. That that type of environment is you have a small number of people together, and you have hours of time together with a small amount of people. You have an environment where you can teach people to pray and cultivate a culture of prayer with a group of people. And if you're on mission, you're also praying for the people that you're reaching out to. So there's a, a really um, beautiful sort of opportunity for helping people understand how to hear from God, connect with God. It's very bonding for the people that are together praying. I think there's there's this misconception that prayer has to be perfect. It's got to be it's got to be beautiful. It's got to be poetic. It's got to be. And you know what? When you look in Scripture. Look at the Psalms. Oh, I Look think, at the Psalms. Like, oh my gosh! David's outright uh, like God, screaming at you? God. Yeah. God, where are you? I, my favorite, one of my favorite ones is right there as Peter is sinking like a stone. Lord, save me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a prayer. I, I think one of my, I, I, I believe personally that one of the most beautiful prayers God can hear is God, if you're real, dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. I think that's God is like, oh, I, I think it moves him. It prayer does not have to be beautiful. It has to be honest. Yeah. And we're not, I don't know. I, I just, it just had a, it just occurred to me. Um, there's a fear of it being, not being perfect, but there's also a fear of a prayer being honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, because that means I have it, to be vulnerable. Yeah. Because then when you're vulnerable, it's like, yeah, especially ooh. if I'm praying in a group. Oh, I don't really want to well, pray. And, and that's the thing is, I think one of the things that we want to challenge through this, through this talk, right, is, what prayer is like, I love uh, when Paul says like pray without ceasing, mm. right? Because you're like, I can't do that. Like, mm. really? Like you're telling me to pray without ceasing. Mm. And like when he's talking to each of the churches and he's addressing mm. them, he's like, I pray for you can constantly. Yep. And mm. I, I believe that, mm-hmm. right. That is, is this idea too, where it's we, prayer has become this uh, time that's only done when it's like set apart mm-hmm. or only done as a part of a service. Mm-hmm. And, it's all these different, which is fine. I mean, yeah, those it's, those are great those are things. things. It doesn't have, but it doesn't have to be that, mm-hmm. right? Prayer, prayer is just a conversation with your father. Mm-hmm. Prayer is sitting around. I mean, like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and hearing what someone's saying, be like, hey God, I just they're having a crappy day. Mm-hmm. I think the praying without ceasing is learning how to walk in the constant awareness that He is with you at any moment, 
for anything to, to be able to, he's just, it's, he's there. He's a faithful friend who is there with you and you can talk to him anytime and you should, yeah. and you should invite him into everything that you're doing. I, I'm in the car on a job, yeah. lunch, whatever. My, my prayer is that if someone Bathroom. cut my mind open, and <laughs> cut my mind open and looked inside, uh-huh. like it would just be, a, it would be like a movie reel of prayers that are just mm-hmm. continually playing mm-hmm. as I see and interact with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pray for people I have no idea who, what their names are. Mm-hmm. You know, on my mm-hmm. runs, I see the same people every day, and I try to get to know as many as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some people I'm like, hey, it'd be really cool if you gave that person up, like an opportunity to know Jesus. My, my, wife's a, my wife loves prayer. She's an yeah. intercessor. She gets up at 5.30 every morning because she loves Jesus more than I do. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, she she loves to pray. And she's, she's not here, so I can say this. So... Um, uh, she will be, but she's not here right now. But there was one night I actually she was talking in her sleep, and it woke me up. And I did. And she had she was praying. Yeah, she was praying, and I thought that was the coolest thing that she was so so comfortable in praying that even in her sleep, she's talking to God. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so cool. Mm-hmm. And so to the listener, I just want to challenge you to think about the different forms that prayer oh, can yeah. begin to take in your life. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to just speak with the Father. Mm-hmm. I one of the things I encourage in our in our church body law is uh, listening prayer. Oh yeah, right. And but he, like we sort of lay out the framework for it, and the, and the the idea is like none of those things perfection. It's it's never going to happen because this side of glory, this side of heaven, like we're imperfect, mm-hmm. so you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. But when you go come to prayer, it's okay for there to be silence. And you don't have to fill it. Just allow the Spirit of God to work. Mm-hmm. When you pray, don't wax poetic, right? <laughs> Father God in heaven. Like, just simply... Oh, Jesus, we thank yeah. you, Jesus, for this time, Jesus. That made you. Yeah. Just make it short. <laughs> Sounds like meet the parents. Yeah. <laughs> make it short. Yeah. Address what God's doing on your heart. Yeah. When you pray, pray scripture. Yeah, sure. Because you never know why God is laying that on your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It may be for you, something you need to hear, mm-hmm. but often he has dual meaning mm-hmm. and it's for the person across the table. That's right. Right. And, and allow yourself time. Like we say, we're going to have like 10, 15 minutes. And we assume everything that we say is in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we never like at the end of each prayer, each little sentence mm-hmm. in Jesus name, in Jesus name, because we assume every time we're <laughs> speaking with the father, it's in his name mm-hmm. because we know that like, Satan cannot resist the name of Jesus. Right. He has to bow at the name of Jesus. And so that's how we declare those things. Everything is in the name of Jesus. So as you pray, we just encourage people to, like, there's freedom. Mm-hmm. Like, it's be released into mm-hmm. a way of life that isn't so complex. Mm-hmm. And we, like, that complexification, like, we bring <laughs> it into our prayer life, too. Mm-hmm. And so it's release that because as a foundation, prayer will change mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would challenge, uh, I would challenge those who are listening to, if you want to put this into practice tomorrow or even today, depends on what, when you're listening, as you're engaging people, walk away from those encounters and just lift them up with a little simple 10 second blessing as you're walking away. They don't have to hear you, mm-hmm. but just start interceding for the people that you encounter every day. You may be a vehicle that God uses to save their life. And what's amazing about that is we can intercede for them because we have one who intercedes for us Amen always. To that. What a privilege. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
So I, I think we've, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to say any more than that. And I think, I think we take that challenge seriously. And so as you walk away today, as for us, as we walk away from here, that's going to be a goal for me today. When I listen to this in the future to critique myself, that's going to be a thing I take away for you today, the listener. I want to challenge you with that very thing. When you meet someone, the Walmart greeter, Mm -hmm. the worker at Chipotle or Starbucks, walk away and lift them up and Mm -hmm. intercede on their behalf Mm -hmm. to the king who intercedes for you. Once again, for Mike, for Steven and myself, we hope you have a great day and we will see you on the outside.